Welcome to the Business as Mission podcast, dedicated to those who long to see God glorified in business and the nations reached for Christ. Your host is Mike Bayer, longtime BAM leader and founder of Third Path Initiative, an online education resource for starting and growing BAM businesses around the world. Well, welcome back to the BAM Stories podcast. The technical name is Business's Mission Podcast with Mike Bear. We had to use that on every episode. I don't like that long thing, so we just go by BAM Stories. But if you're going to search for us on any of the podcast uh, outlets, you need to use the formal name. So anyway, today I have a, the honor and pleasure of a great friend of mine met in the U.S. I think actually we might have met in Kazakhstan, if I'm not mistaken, way back. And he and his wife have just gone home to the U.K. from Thailand after, I want to say, 10 or 12 years. He'll tell us a story. Anyway, this is Mark Plummer, the, the Business's Mission Resources Group. He's Business BAM training. He's got so many different things he's involved in that uh, he'll have to tell us uh, who, who he is and what he's doing. So, Mark, welcome. Glad you're here. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, we did meet nearly 20 years ago. I'm not sure if it was in the U.S., Virginia Beach or Kazakhstan in 2002. Either way, it was it's nearly 20 years ago. Yeah, that's uh, uh, and it's been fun. Mark and I have stayed connected over the years and done a lot of things together. So, Mark, we were laughing, and people can't see your face on this, so they they don't know you were smiling as we're trying to figure out how exactly do I introduce you. I mean, your your resume is long. It, there's a lot of different things going on. How do you tell people, here's who I am and what I'm doing? Well, I introduce myself as Mark Plummer, and I'm the director of BAM Training Limited. And for the last 20 years, I have been creating opportunities for people to engage in the concept of BAM through courses, conferences, training, internships, one-on-one conversations, coaching, consulting uh, to, to individual starting companies. And yeah, in the last few months, as we have returned um, from Asia to the United Kingdom, I've set up a UK company with some friends and we're just running all of that now under BAM Training Limited. So going forward, that's conferences, courses, as we've been doing before, and a number of other new services, including talent search recruitment services. We are going to work with the Berkman assessment tool, which is fantastic for career development and direction, mm-hmm. as well as getting to understand yourself a bit more. And a number of other things that we've been working with universities, businesses, churches, just for a long, long time. And uh, yeah, very excited about the new season that we're in. So where can people find you online? Is it is it BAMtraining.org? Is it, what, what's the, what's the, the yeah, site you want to go people to? People can find us at BAMtraining.org. And we have just done a full redevelopment of the site to express and articulate the developments that have happened in the last few months. And yeah, it's all there. And BAMtraining.org. So as I'm listening, it, it's a, it's amazing. There's this wide range of services that you and your company are, are offering and very needed in the BAM community. I mean, when you think about just when you, you talked about talent search, for example, you know, finding people to work in your BAM company is a very difficult thing. It, so that alone is a tremendous service. But then you talk about the Berkman, which for those of you who don't know, is an incredibly sophisticated um, evaluation tool, um, fantastic tool, but also all the other services, coaching, training, consulting, just being a resource, helping people find what they need, you know, all of that. So that's grown out over the last 20 years. But tell tell us how how you 
first got introduced to BAM? You were one of the early movers. And, and so how did it come into your own experience? I have a passion for uh, enabling and helping people. And so as a young 20-something, I was very engaged with discipleship and leadership training with Youth of the Mission, but have always, since the age of 14, 15, had small businesses or had businesses that I've done throughout this time of my life, um, from fruit and vegetable selling to buying and selling cars to trading various items. So in me, there's a natural desire to buy and sell and create money and develop things that serve people. And so those two things are, are, are key for me as a person, to be involved with people through a journey, a learning process, and engaged in business. So uh, in, early, in the early 2000s, around the time that we met, we were invited, Joe and I were invited by a YWAM leader to help YWAM think about the strategy of business's mission more concretely. So YWAM had been looking at it for a few years and some very important people in the foundations of, of this BAM thing, Sharon Swore, Mark Markovich and others, YWAM related guys, we were really following in their footsteps of the things that they'd started to do. As we started to serve youth with a mission, other business groups, mission agencies, uh, universities came to our events and started to communicate with us. Can you provide us with resources? And during that time, Joe and I registered businessesmission.com, 2003, I think. And I went through a little bit of a journey. I left Youth with a Mission, uh, worked in a company as an accountant, crazy, and then started a few companies buying and selling. And through a kind of three-year process between 2003 and 2006, it became really clear to me that I needed to hold these two things together, the enabling and training and serving of people in their journey and business. And so we started again, I joined Youth with a Mission again to lead the business's mission resource team with Joe. And yeah, we've been developing services since that time, 2006, end of 2006 until now. Um, our remit, if you like, went broader than Youth with a Mission really in the beginning, but more seriously from 2006, engaging business people, mission agencies, just very broadly as a team to serve them in the BAM process. So as you've, and, and throughout this, you moved to Asia, you started, but you were in the coffee business for a while. I think I, so we came and did a conference there in Chiang Mai where you were and, and, uh, you were into all kinds of things then. I mean, you you really have, and, and when people look at you, when I look at you, it's like, you must never sleep. You're involved in so many different things. But when you think about the journey, your journey in BAM, but also the journey of the movement, what, what excites you now most about it? When you look at what's happening, uh, coming out of the Congress just a, a couple mm-hmm. of months ago and, and having experienced that and, you know, the BAMtraining.org company and the things you're doing in Europe and, and other places, what excites you most, Mark? I think what excites me most is the maturing, slow maturing and the fruit of a slow maturing BAM movement. So as an example, when we run our business's mission course, which we have done since 2008, the percentage of business people in that course has gone 
up the graph, as it were, from 20, 30% to 70%. Um, you know, we'd love to serve um, anybody in the business's mission space, mission agencies, universities, business people, uh, academics. But I think an aspect of the maturing is that more and more business people who have known and understand business are coming to this business's mission arena and asking, how do I get involved? As a business person, what role do I have? Um, how do I reorient my company that I already have to align with the vision of business's mission? Integration of faith and work, the intentional, prayerful, how can this business make an impact in the context that I'm in, among the people in the environment that I'm in? So I, I'm excited about more and more people of all stripes engaging, which it is really clear that's happening, but as well, just, yeah, the business person that um, has that light switch on moment, that revelatory moment, if you like, that God's called them to business and God is then asking them, how can you serve me in and through business? And they're responding with, I don't know, how do I find that out? You know, and then they engage with us. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. Um, I have conversations every week with business people that are asking that question, different continents of the world, just Skype calls and Zoom calls and what have you. Very excited about that. I'm also so excited that we're, 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 we have uh, started a company um, to run the things that we're doing through um, and just excited about those those products and services that will, I think, really help people find their place, help them move along in their in their business's mission journey. So yeah, very excited. No, and I'm I'm with you. We I, you know we've watched this kind of mature together, and it's been interesting to to see when I think we the first BAM conference that I spoke at for you. I want to say it was in either Denver or Dallas is part of the series that you, you later became the BAM conference, which I'll say to our listeners is in my mind, it's certainly the premier North American event. And it's also been run in Romania and had it not been for COVID would have been run probably in Australia by now. I mean, it's, it's a, there's an international vision, but in the, in the early days, the majority of people there were not business people. They were curious. They were mission missionaries, perhaps. Uh, a lot of college students would come just to sort of check this thing out. And uh, the last one we did together, Silicon Valley, in 2019, before the, the world fell apart, it, it was a huge gathering of, of business people, uh, yeah. as well as the other groups. And so I'm with you on that. I think watching business people wrestle with that question, which I, I think you've heard me, and we've talked about this a lot, you know, the first thing is to know you're called. It starts there, right? As long as you think of a business as a necessary evil and that you're a substandard Christian because you're in business and not, quote, ministry, you're in trouble. But once you get past that, once God reveals to you that I put you exactly where I want you, I called you to that and made you for this, then that next question of that prayerful, intentional connection to whatever he's doing, that's the, to me, that's the exciting part. It's also the hardest part of really getting a, a sense from God of how this is going to make a difference in the world, but it will. And that's really, you know, I, I, I don't want to see BAM get exotic. It's a, it's really a pretty simple concept, right? And it's simply doing business to the glory of God and listening to what he wants to do as opposed to just necessarily staying home. We'll take a short break here and Mike and Mark Plummer will be right back. The Business as Mission podcast would like to thank our sponsor for this episode, 
Anchor. Anchor is the free platform for creating and publishing podcasts. Check them out at anchor.fm. They are part of the Spotify family. So if somebody was looking at, if they were, I guess, kicking the tires, you're an old car salesman, they're kicking the tires, they're checking it out. What would you say to somebody that had a business? What do you say? I mean, they're calling you now. What what do you tell them? Well, I'm always focused on the individual in the sense that I want to get to know who they are, even in the 15 minutes in the beginning of conversation and just, you know, what 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 has God gifted them to do and what has he put on their heart? I mean, that's an essential foundational part of the process that I would go through with anybody. But the, the things the things that, that folks can do, uh, there are a number of resources online. And due to COVID, there are less opportunities face-to-face, but there are books to read. There are forums to, to join online. What I've tried to do and what I've been doing is connecting people that are in cities or in areas where they could connect, you know, a couple of people connecting in the Dallas-Fort Worth area last month, um, or mm-hmm. some folks that were in Florida connecting, didn't know about each other. You know, just making those connections helps the uh, the process. But yeah, reading, listening to podcasts, of course. And I, I, I would say a key thing, which you've mentioned, is if someone's if someone's got that sense that they're called to business and that's really a foundational piece for them, then being very prayerful about what does that mean for me? And you can pray that through with other people. You can get on a call with me me and Mike and other people. But yeah, what is it that God is gifted me to do and given me a, a heart for and a passion for? And it's different for everybody, which is the beauty of the body of Christ, first of all, but also the beauty of what happens in the events and the the courses that we we have. People come into the the room and it's a process that God takes them through and a journey that he takes them on. And everybody's different. Some people will be, I feel called to the unreached. I'm going to take my furniture manufacturing company and move it from the US to Vietnam. If you remember that case study from... Um, Thailand in 2010 or whatever it was, and others feel called to the city to be a, a light in the city. Others feel that actually their their thing that, that God has put on their heart is the environment, and so they're focused on impacting the local environment through their business. So I I, I love to see that process where the individual goes through a step by step. You know what is it that the Lord's uh, given me and asking me to do which is unique to each person. And the, the, the steps that people can take right now in COVID times are limited, but they are steps that can be taken. I think it's a, a, the balance that's coming into the movement is while we are passionately focused on the unreached, it does not mean that everybody in BAM has to go work among the unreached. It, it may mean that for you, it may not. And I think that's your point's really a powerful one is that it's an individual thing and, and, you know, getting some good counselors around you and prayerfully asking God to, to speak when the time is right is the key. Let's um, change channels here for a second, Mark, and look to the future. What, what do you see or maybe hope to see in the, in the next year or two as the world begins to step back into, I won't even say step back, step forward into whatever is post-COVID, not because of COVID, just looking in the future of the movement. What do you, what do you see and hope to see? 
future of the movement? Well, for us personally, we'd like to see business mission conferences on all continents of the world with thousands of people in stadiums. (laughs) There's some big, hairy, audacious goals being discussed in our office, I can tell you that. But yeah, I see an increase of engagement, first of all. Despite COVID, website visits, click-throughs, reader rates, open rates, whatever you call it, emails, interest, it's just been sustained, if not increased, somewhat. So I, I, th- I just think there's more and more people that are interested in the idea. And I think that that's happened because of lots of different groups doing lots of different things to encourage this conversation. And around the world, you know, and, you know, I'm we're focused on the two main markets right now, at least for 2022 for us, which is Europe and the US for an event, a conference and a course, business admission course. Yeah, I think there's just lots and lots more interest in the idea. And I think I think one of the things that is happening is there's a maturing in our phraseology. And I think there's a maturing in our approach to being inclusive of people. I think it has been perhaps seen as an elite kind of business's mission strategy for the amazing people, you know, but but I'm an uneducated, quote unquote, South London working class boy who has just learned and over the years got into these different things. I think, like you said, anybody can come at this and everybody has a calling. Everybody has gifts and skills that God has given them to utilize for this. So whether it's business builders, isn't that one of your books? No, um, it's not, but maybe I'll write it next. You need to write a book about BAM and business builders. Anyway, business builders, investors, the entrepreneur, there's so many people. I'm sure we've had this conversation before, you know, the one entrepreneur and there's nine other people that are involved in that process. Yeah. Um, And I just, I feel that um, we can invite people into this space and there are multiple opportunities, multiple opportunities, wherever that person feels led to be and called to be. Cities around the world, in the US, in your home country, in London, in Brighton, uh, which is where I'm near, or the unreached parts of the world. So I, I just, I'm, I'm excited about the change in phraseology, maturing of phrase, uh, the maturing of phraseology and a... I think inclusivity might be the wrong word, but just that business's mission is more um, accessible to more people. Yeah, it's truly a global thing. Totally. Uh, you know, when, when we had the BAM Congress, you know, just listening to the various presenters and, and leaders of, of panels, and it, it was such a diverse group, literally from every continent, except for Antarctica, of course, but it was just beautiful to watch. It was a global body of Christ kind of experience. I, and, and I agree with you. I think that's, To me, that's one of the great maturings, and it will continue. So, all right, we're going to wrap this up. Mark Plummer, bamtraining.org. That will be in the show notes if you didn't catch it quickly enough. But please check them out. I I love what you're doing, Mark. I love the full-service approach to supporting BAM companies and BAM thinkers and BAM seekers and all that that is out there right now. And I love what you're doing. I love you, brother. You've been a good friend ever since we first met. So with that, any last word for the listeners? And we'll, we'll... Call it a good day. No, just thanks, Mike. I appreciate the time and I just appreciate continuing to walk this journey together with you. Me as well. 
Well, this has been BAM Stories, the business's mission podcast with Mike Baer, our guest, Mark Plummer, bamtraining.org. And uh, take a, a good listen to this and then share it with somebody so other people can understand what, what Mark and his company are doing and avail themselves of the services if you're interested in BAM or growing BAM or learning BAM. That's, a, that's probably the best place to go. So with that, God bless, and we'll catch up on our next podcast. Thanks for listening to the Business as Mission podcast. For more information, go to thirdpathinitiative.com or driveventure.com. Please share this podcast and give us a review wherever you listen. Listen.